Mm. Are you snug? It's time to sleep sexy. I'm Kiana Rose of KianaRose.com and I am one of the internal. I love words. I love reading them. I love proofreading them. And I love speaking them. Sleep Sexy is my podcast intended to relax you, entice you, and put you to bed. I'm going to read you short stories of romance, erotica, fetish, the taboo, and BDSM. I'm excited if you're excited. Let's learn about a fabulous author and jump into their beautiful world. Get comfy. Hey, we're on the Sleep Sexy Sleep segment. Before we get sexy, let's talk about sleep. So first I have my little disclaimer. I am not a physician. I am not a naturalist. I am not a therapist. I am not a scientist. I am just a citizen of the world, relaying mostly anecdotal information. So this is not advice. Please do your own research and speak with your own physician before you try anything I say. Now, uh, we can't talk about sleep remedies and conditions until we talk about sleep. So what is sleep? It is a phase of human consciousness that possibly does many things. Um, It helps us form memories. It may release toxins in the brain. It helps with concentration for physical and mental activities and responses. Um, That was a surprise to me that it was a phase of human consciousness. I would have assumed some sort of unconscious phase or whatever, but um, not like I know a lot about those types of things. What is sleep technically is what I really wanted to know. So I found an article by the National Institute of Neurological Disorders and Stroke. And that article went into the anatomy of sleep, talking about parts of the brain that play a role in inducing sleep, such as the amygdala, the hypothalamus, the brain stem. If you want to look more into that article, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. There were also sleep stages, two basic types. There was REM, which stands for rapid eye movement, um, also called REM. And then there was non-REM, which I thought was weird. Why doesn't it have its own name? And non-REM was split into three stages, which further proves it should have its own name. (laughs) Uh, Those REM and non-REM stages take us through different levels of wakefulness, dreaming, slowing down of brain waves heart rate, breathing, muscle movement, all the way down to being paralyzed during REM or dream sleep. I have heard um, over the years of my life about uh, people being paralyzed in dream sleep. I've only experienced it maybe once myself, where I was partially awake and could not move, but was kind of aware I was awake, aware I was dreaming. Um, And you kind of just have to wait it out. And it's a little bit terrifying. And I know it's spawned a lot of supernatural things in life like a demon sitting on your chest or a witch riding the broom or things like that I don't know uh I'm totally into the supernatural so (laughs) I'm not knocking anyone's interpretation of that stage of sleep the truth about sleep I found is that scientists don't fully understand the biological need for sleep there is no accuracy to the eight hours of sleep a night that is purported um, and of course, it's eight hours is just an average, so it's really varied per person um, based on things like medications you take, the health conditions you have, the sleep deprivation you've experienced, and just who you are as an individual. 
So I wanted to know what types of things affect sleep. So what affects sleep? Um, we just said medication and health, but something I find significant to today's society that I'm a little bit on my soapbox about is light exposure. We know there's a circadian rhythm roughly based on 24 hours, which means sleep is signaled by the rise and fall of the sun and our seasons. What I've noticed we've done to ourselves over the last handful of decades is we've completely flooded ourselves with light. We wake up and check our phone. We use our GPS to find the best traffic. We work all day for eight to 10 hours on a tablet or a computer, and we only look away from that to check our phone again. We stop working and handle business at home on our personal computer. We talk on the phone for a while. We check social media for a while. We then try to go to bed. Um, intermittently throughout the day, there are car dashboard lights, bus lights, train lights, TV lights, clock lights, watch lights, ambient room lights, task lights, street lights, just light. There is a flood of light in our retina for possibly 16 hours straight. And naturally that wouldn't occur without some sort of interference. Um, that might only happen during a summer month in a certain season naturally, but for modern society, it is year round all day, every day. And it is just my opinion that we are getting too much light. I feel that is the biggest reason we are experiencing sleep issues and consequently could be causing a lot of our growing health issues, or at least one of the contributing factors. So what does sleep affect? Sleep affects our natural and basic health and function. We know that, but it is possible it affects more than that. I read a peer-reviewed article that scientifically discovered a relationship to perceived lack of rest or sleep to health conditions like obesity, cardiovascular disease, and diabetes. The article made sure to point out that poor sleep leads to poor health decisions, such as lack of exercise, smoking and drinking of alcohol, too much caffeine, excessive screen time. And those sort of things can, you know, lead down the road to those health conditions. But it's also important to note that these health conditions can lead to poor sleep due to discomfort, uh, medication side effects, physical limitations. So, of course, we're playing this chicken or the egg sort of game. Um, is the poor sleep causing poor health or is the poor health causing poor sleep? There is correlation, but no known yet causation. So we talked about what is sleep and what does it do for our bodies and our minds. I want to talk about dealing with sleep issues. I'm going to discuss with you a remedy that I guarantee your physician will mention if you point out that you're having trouble with sleep. It can be really helpful. Um, there's growing research on it. I've actually tried it myself. And you and I, dear Rosebud, are going to hash out the good and the bad about it on our next chat about sleep. So please make sure you listen to the following episode so you can find out all about this popular sleep remedy.